Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. With bear spray during the riot at the Capitol has learned his sentence. Also, the most dangerous roads in Montgomery County. I'm Scott Gelman. When will the person picked to keep Maryland moving start on the job? I'm Kate Ryan. Good morning. Welcome in 1 o'clock on WTOP. Glad you're with us. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. There have been many demonstrations around the country tonight related to the just-released Memphis police beat video. And by and large, they have been orderly. This in Atlanta. After the online posting of four sets of Memphis videos showing five now-fired and charged black police officers interacting with and then beating and tasing black motorist Tyree Nichols. For roughly three minutes, officers are seen repeatedly punching and kicking Nichols while he was handcuffed. During the assault, Nichols called out for his mother repeatedly. As Nichols lay on the ground, bloodied and bruised, several minutes go by without any of the officers administering first aid, along with at least two paramedics. Nichols died in the hospital three days later. Correspondent Elise Preston in Memphis. San Francisco has released another video of much interest of the attack on the husband of then-House Speaker Nancy Pelosi last fall and the aftermath. Correspondent Carter Evans with that. Paul Pelosi underwent surgery for severe head wounds. Appearing with his wife at the Kennedy Center Honors in December. At the U.S. Capitol, Nancy Pelosi said her husband is still recovering. I have not heard of the 911 call. I have not heard the confession. I have not seen the break-in. And I have absolutely no intention of seeing the deadly assault on my husband's wife. And now from the double murder trial of a prominent South Carolina attorney charged in the fatal shootings of his wife and son, correspondent Nikki Batiste. Alex Murdoch became emotional in court today as jurors heard him describe his dead son to investigators the night of the murders. An investigator testified that Murdoch told her he had tried to find his son's and wife's pulses at the gruesome scene. I think I tried to turn Paul over first. Yet she said he did not have a speck of blood visible on him. Overseas, a gunman identified as Palestinian started firing near a Jerusalem synagogue before the shooting ended. He had killed seven people, wounded three more, died when he was shot by police. Question now, how will Israel respond? CBS's Robert Berger is there. If he was actually sent by Hamas, then you might see Israel actually take action against Hamas in Gaza. If he was like a lone wolf acting on his own uh, here in Jerusalem, then it might be a, a different response. Wall Street finished the week on an up note. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Binding operational directives indicate that once-a-year pen tests no longer protect sensitive missions or meet most compliance requirements. Government agencies deserve a single platform for all security testing. The SYNAC platform brings together penetration testing, CBE checks for vulnerabilities like Log4j, and more than 40 security tests using frameworks like OWASP and NIST 853. Talk with SYNAC today to Explore security testing in a FedRAMP moderate environment. Learn more at synack.com slash government. WTOP at 103. 
Good Saturday morning, everybody. We made it to the weekend. January 28th, partly cloudy, cold, mild chills by daybreak, 20s and 30s for the low before we're done. Right now, we're looking at 35 degrees in our nation's capital. Good Saturday morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for t- starting your early weekend with us. Our top story this morning for you comes out of Memphis, where authorities there have formally released footage of the violent beating of Tyree Nichols. It was released on Friday this week. The more than hour-long footage shows five former Memphis officers holding the black motorist down and hitting him as he screamed for his mother. The video emerged a day after the officers, who are all black, were charged formally with murder in the case and Nichols' death. Nichols' family legal team is comparing this assault to the infamous 1991 police beating of L.A. motorist Rodney King. Meantime, several protests over the killing of Tyree Nichols and the brutality seen on that video in downtown D.C. locally as well. WTOP's Kyle Cooper was at a demonstration at Lafayette Square. Demonstrators blocked traffic near 13th and K Northwest and others rallied at Lafayette Square near the White House. We're asked to believe that the police represent the highest expression of public safety. Do the police keep us safe? Do the police keep us safe? The signs here read, the people demand jail killer cops and justice for Tyree Nichols. At Lafayette Square, Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. And you can certainly keep up with the latest on this breaking story this overnight, early Saturday morning. The click away, updated at WTOP.com. WTOP at 105, the January 6th rioter who assaulted Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick with bear spray will be uh, get about five more years in prison. We're told this morning dozens of Capitol officers were in attendance on Friday to see a federal judge give 32-year-old Julian Nader an 80-month sentence nearly seven years after he pleaded guilty to assaulting officers with a dangerous weapon. Sicknick died the day after the attacks. D.C.'s medical examiner ruled at the time it was from natural causes after he suffered two strokes though acknowledged that what transpired on the 6th played a role, he thinks, in his death. Judge Thomas Hogan has said that was the only reason that Cater was not facing even more serious charges. Cater was given credit for time served in the D.C. jail in this case since his arrest nearly two years ago. WTOP at 106. Nearly half of the serious crashes locally in Montgomery County are all happening in the same few hotspots. That's the findings of a new analysis out this week that took a look at where the county's most crash-prone roads actually are. Places like Wheaton, Rockville, and Gaithersburg have some of the top 10 most dangerous roadways in Montgomery County. That's according to a Bethesda Beat analysis of state and county data from 2015 to 2019. New Hampshire Avenue from I-495 to Northampton Drive is the most dangerous state-maintained road, with about three serious or deadly crashes per mile per year. East Goody Drive from Crabs Branch Way to South Lawn Lane tops the list of dangerous county-maintained roads with two seriously or deadly crashes per mile per year. The number of deadly pedestrian crashes has remained about the same in recent years, and the county's Vision Zero Action Plan calls for all serious or fatal pedestrian, cyclist, or car crashes to be eliminated by 2030. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. 107 Saturday morning on WTOP. When will the person trapped, tapped that is, to lead Maryland's Department of Transportation have his first day on the job? Paul Wiedefeld, the former Metro General Manager and Governor Wes Moore's pick for 
Secretary of Transportation faces confirmation before a Maryland Senate committee. Senate President Bill Ferguson, who's on that panel, was asked if he has any concerns over Wiedefeld's tenure at Metro. I, nothing that I feel is disqualifying in any way. Wiedefeld previously led the Maryland Aviation Administration and the Maryland Transit Administration. I am very confident in the Moore administration's vetting. They have done a phenomenal job of attracting great people thus far. But Ferguson added, I want to make sure that I understand his full scope of his background and history. Wiedefeld's appearance before the committee hasn't been scheduled yet. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. As we've been telling you this morning on WTOP, another January 6th rioter was sentenced on Friday. We'll talk with CBS congressional correspondent Scott McFarlane shortly about that situation. Good Saturday morning, January 28th. Welcome to the weekend, everybody. We've made it. Thank the Lord for the night you're with WTOP, Matt Dean Lane. Right, the time now is 108 on WTOP. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Good morning to Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hello there, Dino. We start in Virginia, outer loop of the Capitol Beltway. We update the crash activity on the outer loop ramp to go toward Arlington Boulevard, exit 50 for Route 50. Single left lane of two gets you into the service road. Past that, your ramps are all good to go toward eastbound and westbound Route 50. And you'll need them, too, because just farther upstream a little bit, exit 49, the ramp from the outer loop to go west on 66, that ramp blocked by work. So you'll need to take one exit beyond, that would be Arlington Boulevard, take Arlington Boulevard, Route 50, westbound, Ride it to Nutley Street, then northbound on Nutley Street. That'll get you back toward I-66, and you can get back on to 66 westbound and be beyond the frame. Eastbounders, your work is going to be after the Manassas Rest Area, but before you get to 29 Centerville, left lane should be getting by reliably. And then after 28 Centerville, heading toward the Fairfax County Parkway, eastbounders down to single right lane on eastbound 66. And then after that, after Nutley Street, the eastbounders down to two right lanes to get past the work heading toward the Capitol Beltway. And then in the express lanes, eastbounders down to a single left lane from Nutley Street heading for the Capitol Beltway. The ramps from eastbound 66 onto the inner loop may be affected by some work as well, seeing less and less traffic data there, but cannot see it in the cameras as to whether or not those ramps are open or not. On 28 southbound after Westfields Boulevard, two left getting by that work zone. In Maryland, we had crash activity in Upper Marlboro, 301 northbound near Governor's Park Lane, but I think that's gone now. And then on the outer, on the inner loop of the Capitol Beltway in Maryland, near the ramps for Kenilworth Avenue, we had a disabled tractor trailer over on the right side. Unclear whether we still do. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Kind of a half and half weekend here. Saturday, definitely the better of your two weekend days. Sunshine, high temperatures into the low 50s. I'm going 54 in the city. Really a mix of sun and clouds, but all in all, really nice looking Saturday. Saturday night looking good too. Sunday, clouds early, dry early, but then a chance of rain during the afternoon. So you need the umbrella if you're going to be out and about Sunday afternoon. Look for a high of 53. Monday, a mix of sun and clouds, also a high of 53 degrees. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. 40 degrees right now this 1 a.m. hour, Saturday morning at DuPont Circle, 34 in Annandale. It's 33 right now in Germantown, and we're at 35 and holding in our nation's capital. This check in the 1 a.m. hour, Saturday morning, January 28th, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. WTOP at 111. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Jad C2 is key to delivering information advantage. 
The success of JADC2 depends on enabling technologies such as Mission Partner Environments, or MPEs. That's why GDIT is envisioning and developing next-generation MPEs. We're leveraging our decades of support for these essential environments to build robust and secure MPEs that make vital data and information seamlessly available to warfighters, enabling them to sense, make sense, and act at the speed of operations. To learn more, visit GDIT.com MPE. WTOP News Time now 111. Good morning. Welcome in. Glad you're with us here at WTOP for the weekend. This is WTOP News. Another January 6th rioter has been sentenced formally, and in this instance, the courtroom was packed this week on Friday with police officers who responded that day to the Capitol. With more details now on that and other happenings on the Hill this week, CBS News Congressional Correspondent Scott McFarland. Yeah, 950 U.S. Capitol riot prosecutions so far, and this one was singularly distinctive. This was sentencing for a man named Julian Cater of Pennsylvania, who pleaded guilty to the assault against Capitol Officer Brian Sicknick, who died one day after January 6, 2021. The medical examiner deemed by natural causes by multiple strokes, but Sicknick was the victim of a, a bear spray or pepper spray attack from Julian Cater. Cater learned his fate today. He will serve 80 months in federal prison, six years and eight months. He's already been behind bars in the D.C. jail for nearly two years. And 50 U.S. Capitol Police officers sat in the courtroom to watch this sentencing, a sign, a show of solidarity with their fallen colleague and with another injured police officer who testified about her experience that day and the trauma she suffered, she says, because of Julian Cater. How was that sentence received by those who were there? Police were pretty stoic, but it was Sicknick's family who perhaps um, was most, were the most powerful in court today. Sicknick's mother spoke, had some very powerful words about what she lost. She d- didn't just lose her son. She lost her youngest son. Sicknick's brothers spoke about not just losing a brother, but losing a little brother. He was the youngest in the family, calling him a sweet, kind, servicing man who served his country It's a grave loss, and they made that clear before the judge issued a sentence. The mass shootings in California last week also leading to some lawmakers on the Hill talking about more gun control measures. What's being proposed this time? Yeah, there is talk. It accelerated as the week went on after those horrible uh, tragedies in California. Um, One bipartisan group in the U.S. House talked about the possibility of restarting talks, the same talks that yielded gun reform last year talks of possible universal background checks or maybe some some laws to incentivize rules to you know, for safe storage of guns in homes but the political complexion here has changed dramatically in the u.s house even if there is bipartisan pushes for possible gun reform getting it on the house floor won't be as easy this year but the republican leader is not talking about it but just the rank and file CBS News Congressional Correspondent Scott McFarland talking there with our John Doman here at WTOP. You're listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. The YMCA is just a starting line for the true self blooms only when we find our purpose, what makes us tick below the surface. Why is the before work hustle an after school home, a section of my block, a corner to call my own? With my why, I stand strong seen and supported all along. It's a million faces in a mirror and everyone belongs. Find your why. Join today at ymca.org for a better us.
A local man convicted of murdering his ex-girlfriend friend. The result in that case coming right up after sports here on WTOP. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. It's Saturday morning, January 28th. The weekend's here, everybody. 115 and Mr. Frank Haberhan. Worst kept secret in sports is uh, Patrick Mahomes officially named the starter for Kansas City against the Cincinnati Bengals in the AFC title game. That's Sunday night at 6.30 from Arrowhead Stadium as uh, Kansas City and the Bengals collide once again. Chiefs are favored by one and a half. Mahomes suffered a high ankle sprain to his right leg in last week's divisional round playoff win over Jacksonville. Left the game, came back, and there's no way he's going to miss this one on Sunday. Also, this uh, weekend on Sunday, NFC title game, that'll be at 3 o'clock. Philadelphia, San Francisco, Eagles a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Chris Tapps Porzingis, who sprained his left ankle last weekend and has not played since, listed as doubtful to play on Saturday night against the Pelicans in New Orleans. Wizards are going for five wins in a row. After that, uh, Caps win on Thursday night. A couple days off, they visit the Toronto Maple Leafs come Sunday. Some baseball, Nat signed veteran reliever Alex Colomay to a minor league deal. Was an all-star seven years ago in Tampa, last year with the Rockies. Pitchers and catchers report February 15th. NL batting champion Jeff McNeil and the Mets reportedly agree on a four-year, $50 million contract extension. I'm Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Frankie. Always glad you're with us here at WTOP. Saturday morning, where the time now is 116. This is WTOP News. Locally, a Suitland man could spend the rest of his life behind bars after he was convicted of murdering his ex-girlfriend. This week, a jury needed less than three hours, actually, to find 46-year-old Charles Edward Kelly guilty in the October 2019 death of 20-year-old Brianna Green. She was found at the time shot to death inside of a car in Fairmont Heights. The car was registered to Kelly's estranged wife, but prosecutors say Kelly and Green had been in a two-year relationship, but at the time of the killing were no longer together. He'll be sentenced to the spring in April and face his life behind bars. Top stories we're following for you on WTOP Saturday morning. Police in Memphis, as we've been telling you, have released formally that video showing five officers brutally attacking a man they tried to pull over earlier this month. Demonstrators are gathered in downtown D.C. and other parts of the country. We're learning two deputies as well who appeared at the scene have been relieved of duty pending an internal investigation into their situation. And police in California have released video this week on another front showing an attack against the husband of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi in an effort to quell conspiracy theories that surrounded that case. Nancy Pelosi says she never, ever wants to see that video. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Saturday morning, January 28th at 1.18. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Good morning to Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hello there, Dino. They kind of made hash out of 66 with all these work zones. I thought we were through with these things, but apparently not. On the Capitol Beltway, the outer loop, let's start there, on the outer loop coming off the Legion Bridge. Two right lanes getting by the work zone pretty placidly. The big ticket item right now, the outer loop will be the ramp to westbound 66. That blocked by work, so you cannot use exit 49 coming off the outer loop. You'll need to use exit 50 instead, but that comes at a price as well. We had crash activity on the outer loop ramp to exit 50, Route 50, Arlington Boulevard. Left lane of two now getting by the crash activity. Once you're past the crash in that collector road, in that service road, you'll 
be able to access the ramp for westbound 50. Take that westward toward Nutley Street, north on Nutley Street, back to I-66 and back on your merry way. Interloop, your work is going to be after the Dulles Toll Road. Two right lanes getting by there without much notice. On 66, it's all eastbound work all the time. After Cub Run, heading toward 29 Centerville, the left lane getting by reliably. And then after 28 Centerville, you're down to a single right lane to get past the work. Eastbounders after Nutley Street, heading for the Capitol Beltway. Two right lanes getting by the work. And in the express lanes, you have a single left lane getting by the work zone. The ramp from eastbound 66, the express lanes, into, onto, I should say, the Capitol Beltway. At least into the express lanes. I believe that is blocked by the ongoing work. 28 southbound after Westfields Boulevard, two left lanes getting by. In Maryland, 95, BW Parkway, 270, all quiet. 50 across the Bay Bridge. We're doing two-way traffic on the eastbound span. Doing that without delay. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Coming up. In Prince William County, three teens connected to a string of stolen vehicles and a shooting. I'm Melissa Howell. Team 4 tracking what should be a beautiful Saturday. Mix of sun and clouds, but nice and mild for this time of year. Temperatures about 10 degrees above average. I'm going for a high of 54 in the city. Some areas to the south, a little warmer. To the north, eh, a little cooler, but not bad. A really nice afternoon. Sunday looking good early, dry early, that is, with plenty of cloud cover during the day. Afternoon showers will become likely, not expecting much in the way of rain, but it could be steady for an hour or two. Monday looking good, high temperature 53. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. Bit chilly this morning, Amara, Saturday morning, January 28th. Welcome into WTLP. Glad you're with us for the early part of your weekend. We're at 40 degrees right now at Reagan National this morning, 37. BWI Marshall, 34 at Dulles. We're back up to 35 in our nation's capital. This check this morning on WTLP brought to you by Lynn the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber. And still ahead this half hour as we turn to the world of entertainment. You people is guess who's coming to dinner for the Black Lives Matter era. I'm Jason Franley. It's 121. Hi there, it's Scott from Pentatonix. So from the beginning of our journey in music, the foundation has been music education. It's so incredibly important that we continue to show kids the importance of music in our schools, in our homes, and even in the car. Music is such a powerful expression of emotion and individuality, and we are responsible for keeping the love for music alive. This message is courtesy of the United States Air Force. It's gonna be a You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Hi, I'm Kirsten from Pentatonics. We've all learned how to cope with more time alone. With more time spent isolated or at home, the need for companionship has grown. If you've considered adding a pet to your family, please check with your local shelters and foster organizations. Stray pet numbers have grown immensely over the past several years, and the trauma caused to these animals is devastating. Adopt pets, they need us more than we know. This message is courtesy of the United States Air Force. Good Saturday morning, January 28th. Welcome into WTOP at 122. This is WTOP News. D.C. police are investigating the house fire this morning in Northeast. They were called to a home Friday located on Bryan Street around 4 in the afternoon for a report of a domestic incident. They say now when they arrived, the house was on fire and no one was inside. Firefighters were able to put out the fire and a quick sweep of the home found that no one was actually inside at the time. Police do say... They don't know who may have been involved in the original domestic violence call. The department is still investigating the cause of this situation. 
A shooting in Prince William County leading police to a group of teens who are now also believed to be behind a string of stolen vehicles. Prince William County Police have connected the three teens to at least 20 stolen or attempted stolen vehicles across the county between January 12th and the 16th. Two of them, 14-year-old boys. Police made the connection after the two boys were arrested on the 15th for their involvement in a shooting that happened at a residence out in Triangle. Police say the teens used a stolen vehicle, which was later found. They are now expected to face several charges, including grand larceny. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Fairfax County Police locally asking this morning for the owner of a dog who was found shot in Mount Vernon. Police say they need your help. A community member called them this week after hearing a dog barking and then a single gunshot in the area of Bedford Terrace and Beekman Place, we're told. They got another call earlier in the morning of that same day for the report of a dog chained to a fence. When they arrived, they found an adult male terrier chained up to a fence and suffering from a gunshot. He is currently being cared for this morning at a local veterinarian's office. Detectives in the case are asking anyone who lives in that area to review any surveillance footage that they may have that could help them out in this situation. Turning to the world of entertainment Saturday morning, it was way back in 1967 that Sidney Poitier met his white in-laws in the movie Historical Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. Netflix now dropping a new version this weekend with the star-studded rom-com You People. When a Jewish podcaster Jonah Hill proposes to a black fashion designer Lauren London, it's time to meet each other's parents. You are so beautiful. I think the police. Okay. Julia Louis-Dreyfus and David Duchovny are perfectly cringy as Hill's parents, while Eddie Murphy is a hilariously rigid straight man alongside the passive-aggressive Nia Long. The script is a biting social commentary with laugh-out-loud moments throughout, but the final 20 minutes is awfully rushed. You'll say, wait, they're just going to end it like that? But you'll still be glad you watched, especially with so few good rom-coms released nowadays. I'm WTOP film critic Jason Fraley giving you people three and a half out of five stars. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. My name is Juanita Segura, and I was diagnosed in November of 2014 with non-small cell lung cancer. Biomarker testing was a turning point for me. By working with my oncologist, we were able to determine the most appropriate treatment plan. My fear was I wasn't going to be here to see my children grow up. That gave me hope knowing that I had that chance, and I did. Visit noonemissed.org for more. A public service message from Longevity Foundation. WTOP News Time, now 125. Money news each half hour at 25 and 55 on WTOP. Jeff Claywall wraps your business week. Well, finished Friday up less than 30 points, but the Nasdaq rallied 109. That was 1%. The Fed's preferred measure of inflation shows prices rose a tenth of a percent in December and slowed to an annual pace of 5%. American Express added a record number of new card members last quarter, and card member spending was also a record. BWI Marshall picks up another international airline. Panama State Airline, Copa Airlines, starts nonstop service from BWI to Panama City this summer. Jeff Claywell, WTOP News. Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. 
Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. 